Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Tasty Tidbits Podcast. Get ready to receive rich, well-seasoned, and tasteful tidbits to transform your life. Each week, Dr. Tiffany comes to you with inspirational encouragement and thought-provoking interviews to help you revolutionize your walk with God. Are you hungry for more of His presence? Then get ready. And now, your host, pastor, author, and motivational speaker, Dr. Tiffany Watkins. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to Tasty Tidbits. I am your host, Dr. Tiffany Watkins, and I am excited to have you again on another episode. Thank you so much, listeners, for continuing to tune in and continuing to feed your spirit and your soul. So today I'm excited to have a guest with us, and his name is Branch Isole. And he's going to talk to us a little bit today about achieving life balance. And we know that in today's life, there are so many things that we're involved in, so many things that consume our lives, so many stressors, so many activities we can go down the line. But today we're going to address uh, the issues of stress and how to achieve that life balance today. And Branch is going to come with us to give us a little bit more information about that. But I want to tell you a little bit about Branch. Branch is an author, he's a poet, and a storyteller. And he writes and speaks about choice and consequences, accepting or avoiding personal responsibility, and the power of truth, which is, I believe is so important. Known, he is known worldwide in his contemporary short stories, reveal issues and emotions often experienced, but not always voiced. With careers in teaching, corporate sales, marketing, and the founder and partner of five small businesses, Branch is an author of 20 books as well. He's also graduated from Texas State University and did postgraduate work at the University of Houston and holds an Oxford Master's degree in theology from Trinity Bible College. And so he has a well-versed knowledge of information that I believe that will help you today as we go into the subject of achieving our life balance in today's society. So thank you for being a part, Branch. How are you today? <laughs> Good afternoon, Dr. Watkins. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure to be here. I've been looking forward to our conversation for your listeners. Well, good. And just tell the listeners something a little bit about yourself that I hadn't mentioned. Sure. Um, I was born in, the, I grew up in the 50s and 60s. I grew up in a military family. Mm -hmm. So we traveled, you know, quite a bit. I've lived in different countries and different cities all my life. Uh, after college, as you mentioned, I went into corporate sales and marketing. I did that for about 15 years. Discovered that I was pretty adept and successful at it, but um, couldn't handle the frustration. You know, I, mm -hmm. I, I was a successful salesman and, and regional manager, but I wasn't a very successful person. And so at that point, I knew I had to get out of, you know, the, the rat race of corporate sales and marketing. So I became a, a entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, uh, I discovered that I wanted to turn away from the things of the world and get a little more grounded in, you know, who I was and why I was supposed to be here. So I started on a journey looking for truth. 
And that led me to five years of study of Eastern religions and mysticism. I grew up in a Christian home, but we weren't real practicing Christians, what I like to call OCE. We were occasional Christmas <laughs> and Easter. <laughs> so I had a little bit of a background. You know, I, I knew the basics, but I really didn't know anything about Christianity. But in my search for truth, it brought me back to Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And so um, at that point, I was starting, you know, my journey, my spiritual journey back into Christianity. And when I hit midlife, uh, my crisis was not to buy a Corvette. I decided I needed to go back to school because on this journey, I needed to know more. So mm-hmm. I went back and got a master's in theology. <clears throat> and in conjunction with my studies, I was compelled to write my first book, which is a comparative study of uh, modern religions that are practiced today and what makes them different and what makes them alike. And from that came the next book and the next book. And now 25 years later, I've written and published 22 books. Mm-hmm. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. And so I know that you have a wealth of information even today to be able to give us to the listeners, even as they listen in. And, you know, we're talking about today how to achieve life balance. And I want to ask you the question of why it's important to achieve balance in a world where we are so overwhelmed by the many things that happen to us. Well, you just said it. You know, we are overwhelmed by our options and our choices. You know, literally for thousands of years, up until just about the Industrial Revolution, you know, in the late 1800s, most people just went forward in their day trying to survive. Mm-hmm. You know, their goal was to find food, shelter, clothing, and not become a victim of prey from other people or from animals. And so, since the advent of technology, again, foundation and industrial revolution, you know, we've had more time, more convenience, more leisure time, and more options in our everyday lives than ever before. You know, never mm-hmm. in history have so many people had the capability to do so many things or enjoy, enjoy so many things. So we live in an interesting age and time. So our balance can be truly fractured because of all of these options we've got all of these choices we've got Mm -hmm. and of course because the universe is always in balance Mm -hmm. this fracturing of our options and choices sort of keeps us off kilter right so Mm -hmm. we go from one (laughs) desire to the next desire from one crisis to the next crisis And that's sort of the makeup of our daily lives, this pursuit of our dreams and our aspirations and our goals and all the things that life throws at us, you know, with the people and our interactions that we have with the events and the circumstances that we encounter. So our life is basically off balance, you know, by our own choices and our own options and this need to keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm over here taking notes you, where you said our life is off by, you know, off balance by 
all of the choices that we have. And so thinking about that, even with you saying that, what would you say would be the first step to achieving life balance again? Great question. You know, I, I was thinking about this earlier, and I think there's actually three steps. Mm -hmm. uh, the first is to know your strengths. The second is to know your weaknesses. And the third and most important is to get spiritually grounded and have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. That's the key to balance. And, and let me explain what I mean. You know, God is spirit. And we're told mm -hmm. that in John 4, 24. And therefore, because he is spirit and because he is the creator and we are part of his creation, we, in our essence, are also spirit. You know, our soul is, a, is an electronic cosmic unit, right? Mm -hmm. We're all electrical at our core. Mm -hmm. So our soul is this little electrical box and our spirit is lives in that box. It lives within the soul. And when we're born, we are at our most complete balance. We are a combination of mind, body, soul, and spirit. Mm -hmm. So out of the womb, we're about as perfect as we can be in terms of a being who we are. And that doesn't last long because about age two, we begin to understand the concept of no and what no means. <laughs> and, you know, innately, because we are of God, we innately know right from wrong. Um, it's just part of our makeup, our DNA. Now, we don't know it conceptually, but it's in there. Mm -hmm. And as we grow as infants and we learn, you know, what right and wrong mean from the action of no, we soon discover that our whole world is about right and wrong. But because the action of right and wrong is reward or punishment, that's what we grow up understanding right and wrong to be about. It's If it's right for me, then I get rewarded. <clears throat> if it's wrong for me or what I do is wrong, then I get punished. And this is natural because our legal system is founded on reward and punishment mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that's what we incorporate that's what we come to know and that's what we come to embrace and when we're in that place you know as i mentioned a moment ago we grow up in this constant flux of being out of balance because every decision and every choice that we are confronted with comes down to what's in it for me you know is it going to be right for me or is it going to be wrong for me? And then am I going to get rewarded for this action or am I going to be punished for this action as the outcome? Mm -hmm. And so that's what we grow knowing is right and wrong equals reward and punishment. And, you know, because we're in that place as humans, everything that we come in contact with, the people, the circumstances, the events, based on that concept of right and wrong or reward and punishment, what's in it for me, then our decisions are focused on, it's all about me, right? Mm -hmm. What's in it for me? What am I going to get out of this choice or this decision? Mm -hmm. And so that's what keeps us off balance because we're always battling this, 
well, is it going to work for me or is it not going to work for me? And what does that look like? What does that reward look like? And what does that punishment look like? Right. And mm -hmm. so we are off balance. Our natural state is to be off balance, bouncing back and forth between that decision. When we invite Christ into our lives, what what is in Matthew 7, we're told, if you want to have a relationship with Jesus, all you have to do is invite him and he'll come into your life. Well, how does he do that? We're told in John 16, 13, that when we invite him, he will send the spirit of truth, his Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. to be with us. And when he does that, our spirit goes from this inactive state of everything's about right and wrong or reward and punishment our spirit in our soul is activated. It's sparked to life because we're reestablishing that relationship, that spiritual relationship with God through Jesus Christ. When our spirit is activated and sparked to life, we now see truth because we have the spirit of truth now living within us with our spirit in our soul. And when we now recognize truth in our world, once you see truth, you automatically see the lies and the falsehoods and the fabrication. And mm -hmm. they can't be you know, pulled over your eyes. The veil has been lifted. Mm -hmm. And once we see truth, we see the untruth. Once we see that in our world, we can recognize it in our own lives. And the importance of this is that now, Every time we have a choice or an option or a decision to make, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If, if we choose to do the moral and ethical thing, then not only do we benefit as individuals, whether it's at home or work or in our neighborhood, but the people who are in our lives also benefit because we're coming from truth. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's the value. Once we have that choice, we automatically are balanced. So now the question becomes, am I going to turn my back on the Lord and choose my old ways, go back to my old pattern behaviors of embracing the world? Or am I now going to emulate Christ in my thoughts and mm -hmm. my words and my actions? And by emulating him, I automatically am going to do the best thing in my own interest. So mm -hmm. now I become balanced in my life because I make the choices that are positive and bring blessings and rewards. And I don't allow the negativity or the evil of the corruption of the world to longer, no longer dictate you know, my choices and therefore who I'm going to be and how I'm going to respond. Mm-hmm. And this, and that's what brings the balance. And that's what I was going to, we were going to talk about next is just, you know, when we're trying to seek our balance, you know, through Christ, you have read an article of yours. And I believe we were talking about a lot of times the mind and the body. Um, we're always constantly working on that. But as far as the spirit and the soul, that part usually gets left out and not really worked upon. And so how can we build upon our spirit and our soul in order to increase that balance. And I know we talked about a little bit, but what give us a little bit more about that. Sure. Well, you know, Tiffany, our natural instinct 
is to respond to our human needs, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's what we do. That's our first instinct. Mm -hmm. And if I don't have, if I don't have God's spirit in me as Mm -hmm. my counselor Mm -hmm. and my advocate and my instructor, as we're told in John 14, verses 16 and 26, if he's not there guiding me or helping me, then my natural response is going to be that human desire. So that's mm-hmm. what continues to keep us off balance. Here's the interesting thing about, you know, God has given us a brain that operates like a supercomputer. Mm-hmm. We can we can change thoughts instantaneously or literally at the speed of thought, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In his wisdom, in God's wisdom, with this brain and all its capacity, he's put sort of a, a check on that is and that we can I read an article the other day that said the average person has sixty thousand thoughts every day. Wow. And now you <laughs> now you know why you're so tired at night. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the interesting thing is in all those thoughts, in his wisdom, God has make it, made it so that we can only focus on a single thought at any one given time. And let me give you an example. I can drive down the street. I can be driving my car, listening to the radio, you know, watching what's going on around me and thinking about something at work or at home, right? And mm-hmm. in all of those things that I'm involved in, the real the realization is I can only focus on that single thought. Here's why this is so important. Our thoughts become our actions mm-hmm. and our actions become our habits and our habits become our character and our character determines our destination or our destiny mm-hmm. simply by controlling our thoughts or changing our thoughts. We can change our entire future destiny. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the next time you're tempted or tested or challenged and you want to go to that old pattern behavior and old pattern response you don't have to go there you can simply change the focus of your thought and go someplace else and that's the power of thought you only realize the power of thought when you have and understand the power of truth because truth gives you that option See, once you have the truth in your life through the spirit living within you, now you can look at the options you've got. And you've always got two options. Am I going to respond the world's way, the way I used to respond? Or am I going to respond the way God would have me respond? Mm -hmm. And the way Jesus did respond when he was here and I asked myself, in this situation I'm now facing, how would Jesus respond? What would Jesus do? And when you ask that question, his spirit living within you will give you the answer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what's What's interesting about that is he won't give you the reward or the blessing answer. What he will give you is a recall of what you've chosen before and the outcome of that choice. So, you know, if I go to a party and I get drunk or 
inebriated and I can't drive home, I have three options. I can drive home, I can catch a ride, or I can get a designated driver, you know, hire somebody to take me home. Now, having been in this situation before and gotten home safe and sound, I know that that's a possibility. But the reality is the odds continue to be against me every time that's my action. If I drive home, what are my chances? Well, I can get home safe and sound. I can get stopped by the police, which mm -hmm. can become a real costly outcome. Or I can have an accident, which can also have expenditures and costs beyond anything I can imagine, up to and including my own death or the death of someone else. So because I've driven home before drunk and gotten home, I could do it again, but I risk those other two options. So the Holy Spirit guides me because he's my counselor and advocate and tells me, you've got a choice. You can drive home and take your chances, or you can catch a ride or hire somebody to take you home, in which case, most likely you get home safe and sound, and none of those negative consequences or costs will destroy your future. The choice is still mine, but now I have his spirit helping to guide my steps. Mm -hmm. And then it's a simple choice of how am I going to respond the way my old self used to, or the way my new creation in Christ would, because no one has my best interest at heart more than God himself. Mm -hmm. We are his, when we accept Jesus and take on his spirit, we become his children, just like Jesus is his son. We become his sons and daughters. And therefore, we have all the blessings and privileges and rights and protection that he offers as a loving parent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I was just thinking about that where you were talking, Branch, and it's that's why it's so important to uh, bathe ourselves, sort of say, in the word of God to allow those scriptures, like you said, to, in order to transform our mind, we daily have to renew our mind. That's what the scripture tells us. We have to renew our minds daily because every day we're bombarded with so many uh, choices, as you said, and the only way the spirit can speak to us even clearer is if we're constantly, um, filling our spirit with the word. You said, um, you mentioned Branch, what would Jesus do? Well, if we're not, if we don't understand how he reacted in scripture, we don't understand how history was before and how uh, the Old Testament prophets and all of those in the Old Testament combined with the New Testament, how they dealt with issues um, through the voice of the Holy Spirit. And if we don't learn those things, then we'll continue to allow um, our body and mind and what we've been talking about to be more active than the soul and the spirit and, then, and the spirit of God living within us. And so I think when you were talking about that change, when I thought about that, when you say change, you know, we get, if we change our thoughts, we change our destiny. Um, and I'm reminded of Joshua who says, he, he says he has to meditate on the word day and night, you know, and we have to do that in order to be prosperous. He said, once he did that, then you shall be prosperous. Then you shall have good success. And so there is a process to that. And it is constantly surrounding ourselves with who Jesus is. And we, we can find that truth in what you were talking about through the word of God. Um, do you agree with that branch? 
hundred percent. Yes. You know, Tiffany, one of the fallacies of Christian believers is that, especially new believers, is that it's one and done, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, somebody gets, somebody goes through life struggling and struggling and struggling. And finally, you know, they, they turn, they've heard all the stuff about Jesus and, and all of this <laughs> stuff. And they finally turn to God and they say, okay, God, I believe I'm with you. Let's do it. And what happens, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Nothing happens mm -hmm. for two reasons. Number one, God wants to see this time. Are we really going to stay the course? Mm -hmm. or when we get relief and get out of that situation that we're in are we going to go right back to the old us you know the same mm -hmm. thing we've done again and again and again help me lord i'll go to church every sunday i'll be a better person <laughs> and he helps me out and you know i'm right back monday to be in the same old me mm -hmm. so that's the first thing the second part of that is that it's it's a path it's a you know it's milk to meat that's it, right we have to learn we have to grow we have mm -hmm. to embrace you know the successes but we also have to embrace the failures and the rejections as opportunities to learn for the next time how to better respond the idea is to respond coming from my highest loving self mm -hmm. and treating my neighbor the way I would want to be treated. You know, the whole fundamentals of the Bible in the Old Testament is summed up in the Ten Commandments. <clears throat> the entirety of the Ten Commandments, we're told, and all the laws and all the prophets' words, we're told, are summed up in Matthew 22, 37. Love God first and most. Treat your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. If we would do just those two things our life would change dramatically. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it's a journey and it's a path. And, and when you step on that path, the first thing the devil's going to try and do is knock you off. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's, that's his job. His mm -hmm. job is to keep you from Christ. His job is to make you distrust God. And so, you know, I'm ready to go, God. Give me all the goodies. I'm ready for the <laughs> blessings. And well, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. so, so the world hits me in the head with a four, four two by four. Mm -hmm. Well, the world doesn't want me to leave it. You know, Satan knows how the story ends. Mm -hmm. He knows just like God and just like Jesus. He knows where he's going. But because his desire is to be like God, his desire is to be worshipped by as many souls and spirits as possible. He's trying to keep us from God and keep us from Christ so that we'll embrace him and his ways. And so the world makes it difficult for us to get on the path to mm -hmm. and with Jesus. It's not easy. It is easy, but it's made difficult. Life makes it difficult. Life gives us complications. It's a test. It's mm -hmm. a challenge. But the further you go down that path, the more you will see Christ working in your life, the more you'll be making better choices for yourself and your family and your neighborhood and your community. The more you go down that path trusting in him, you will see him working in your life 
with little things and with big things. You know, when we are obedient children, God smiles. Just as in the Old Testament, when the Israelites were obedient, they were blessed and protected. Mm-hmm. When they turned their back on God and said, we'll just do it our way, God said, I love you, but okay, you're on your own. That's what you can do. And they suffered the consequences of you know, going against the world. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, just, it's the same thing for us 2,000, 6,000 years later. If we choose to walk with and talk with and converse with God, he will respond. He will walk with us and talk with us and show us the steps we need to take to be obedient children of a loving parent. If we choose to turn our backs on him and his offers, he says, I still love you, but I've given you free will to choose. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to go into the world, embracing the world, you're going to win some, you're going to lose some, and some of them are going to be dangerous and ugly. But that's the choice we've made. And that's why so many people today struggle. That's why they're under so much pressure. Mm -hmm. That's why they're in such conflict at home, at work, in their neighborhoods, in their state, their region, their nation, and their world. Because they're not balanced. They don't have the spirit of Christ grounded. You know, we are both human, physical beings, and we are also spiritual entities. We discovered that when we opened our conversation, if God is spirit and he is the creator and we are his creation, then we are spirit also. That's the balance we should be trying to get to. A combination of my humanity and my spirituality. And the more I can get those in balance 50-50, the more balanced I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. Now, it can never always be exactly 50-50, right? So it's mm-hmm. all the closest we can get is 51-49. Mm-hmm. Well, either way, if I get as close as possible to 51-49, then every choice and decision I make will be in my best interest because I look at my option and the human outcome of it, what physically may be the fallout or the outcome or the result. But I also look at, my spiritual strength guiding me to make the best choice. Mm-hmm. And what will that outcome or fallout or result be? Mm-hmm. Again, it all comes down to choice. It comes down to choice and consequence every day, all day long. You mentioned, you know, um, we have to do it every day. Christ said, you're going to have to take up that cross every day. Mm-hmm. Christianity is not a one and done thing. Right. It's an everyday thing. And that's what a lot of people, that's what a lot of Christians miss. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a believer. I believe in Christ. You know, mm-hmm. I've got the Holy Spirit. Then why am I still responding in my old pattern ways? Mm-hmm. I may believe, but Christ is not living in me. His spirit is not guiding me. He's not occupying my heart. When we get to that place, you don't have to worry. The pressure, the conflict, uh, the stress and the struggle will be gone because you're not living in that place anymore. That's the key to balanced life. Yes, you're human, but yes, you can also respond spiritually guided, coming from your highest or best self in every situation and treating others the way you want to be treated. 
Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That is so awesome, Branch. And listeners, I encourage you as he's been giving us out this information to be able to help. Like he said, in order to start that process, you have to know your strengths, you have to know your weaknesses, and you have to be spiritually grounded. And all of those come through the aid and the help of the Holy Spirit. And you continue to meditate on the word day and night. And I love it. Like you said, one of the other things that you said, Branch, you were talking about, you have to go from milk to meat. You know, there's a process from the milk to the meat. And that process is going to take us doing our part due diligence in that relationship with Jesus Christ and building that relationship with him through the careful study of the word, the passion, the, the loving the Lord with all of our heart and all of our soul and with all of our mind in order to be able to attain um, balance within Christ. And so that is so important. But there, you know, today there may be some listeners branch that are having difficulty maintaining, ba maintaining balance in their life. They're having difficulty uh, just even coming back to the Lord. There may be some that are almost on the brink of just giving up on God because life has happened to them. And we see that life has continued to happen, even with the COVID-19 and the different things that have happened, uh, losing of loved ones and just all of the many things that we see going on because we're in a fallen world. And there may be those that saying, I just don't think I can take it anymore. Would you just pray for those that are listening right now and, and give them a prayer of encouragement and just to encourage them through prayer today? Sure. Before I do that, can I say one thing? Yes. If you're struggling, if you're struggling or if you're a non-believer, you know, and you've heard about Christianity and you thought, well, maybe I'd like to try it, but how, you know, what do I do? If you've, if you're falling away, you know, if you're a seeker or a searcher, if you want to establish or reestablish a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, there's five easy steps that you can do. Here they are. Number one, you invite Jesus into your life. The scripture for that is Matthew 7, 7 and 8 and 9, actually. Number two, he will send his Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth, to be with you, to live with you, to abide with you and your spirit. We're told that in John 16, 13. When you've got his spirit, then use his spiritual strength. Embrace that and engage it. Like I said, ask what would Jesus do in this situation? Mm -hmm. And our scripture for that is John 14, verses 16 and 26. Once you've got his spirit, you have the right and the privilege to ask his spirit for help. And when you do that, he will show you how to emulate or copy or imitate what Jesus would do in the same situation. We're told mm -hmm. that in John 14, 6, where Jesus says, I am the way. A lot of people think when he says, I am the way, that means he's the path. Well, that's true. But he's also the way to respond, mm -hmm. you know, respond the way he does, the mm -hmm. way he did. And mm -hmm. you know that by emulating him and the Holy Spirit, even if you haven't read the Bible, the Holy Spirit will show you and guide you how to respond. Mm -hmm. And the fifth step, we discover in Romans 10, verses 9, 10, 13, and 17. And this is the key to your salvation. If you believe Christ is the Christ, Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, if you believe that in your heart and you confess it with your mouth, then you will start to be blessed the moment you say that hereafter in this life 
and hereafter in the next life. And if you'll do those five simple steps, he will be with you and your life can change from this minute. From the minute you do those five steps, your life will be drastically different. You want to get out of the struggle. You want to relieve the pressure. You want to get away from the conflicts. Get Jesus in your life. It's that simple. Mm -hmm. Amen. Lord in heaven, maker of all things, judge of all men. Yes, Lord. We acknowledge and bewail our manifold sins and wickedness against thee and thy divine majesty in thought, word, and deed. Have mercy on our souls. Grant that we may hereafter after walk in newness of life yes, and follow the light of the world, Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior, our rock, our redeemer, our fortress, and our shield. Amen. 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 And uh, Branch, just thank you for being a part. I really appreciate you. This has been such a truly blessing. Amen. To be able to talk with others and those that are listening about achieving life balance and just allowing the Holy Spirit to be a part of their life. And so I encourage you listeners, allow the Holy Spirit, let him come into your life. We've done the prayer. Branch has given you the five steps in order to do that. And now you just have to take a step of faith and trust and believe that as you do that, that everything, no, it won't be perfect, but all things work together for the good of them that love God and uh, that love God and are called according to his purpose. That's in Romans 8 and 28, one of my favorite scriptures. And so God looks out for you. He's there to protect you and he's there to guide you. And so I encourage you today to trust God and trust in Jesus and allow him to walk you through the path of life. And so that, with that being said, Branch, if someone wanted to get in touch with you, how could they get in touch with you or even get some of your products? Sure, Tiffany. Thanks so much for asking. It's real simple. Uh, I've got a website. I've got a YouTube channel. They're both under my name. If somebody's interested, just Google my name. I'm the only one there. It'll come up right away. It's got all the links. Uh, all my books are there, and they're also available, you know, at the usual suspects, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all those kind of places. On the website, there's uh, two places you can consider going if you're interested in more information. Number one, there's a link there called Podcast. There's some free download PDF notes there uh, about the things we talked about today. You can also contact me at the Meet the Author page. There's a way to get in touch with me for questions and comments. And I'm also going to offer to all of your listeners today, if they're interested, um, I will give them a free PDF copy of a section from my new book. It won't be out until next summer, but I'll provide them with a preview copy. And all they have to do is uh, contact me. The, the information and the instructions are right there on the Meet the Author page. Um, my one other comment is if you enjoyed our episode today, do me a favor. Go to wherever you heard this episode. Give Tiffany, Dr. Watkins, a, a review and a good rating so she can continue to bring great people into your life who can share information to help you grow and be balanced. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks so much, Branch. And also, we will have the information as well so that you can go directly to him. We'll have the link so that you can find him, contact him. Uh, read more of his information 
And Branch has some very, very, very deep material, and it actually is able to break it down even more so that you are able to see the gospel in a new light. And so I encourage you to go and begin to read because we need to learn and we need to feed our spirit. God gives us the spirit of wisdom. And so I believe that God has really given Branch a spirit, of, uh, unusual spirit of wisdom to be able to carry out the gospel. So go there and check him out. And listeners, until next time, we pray to see you again. God bless. Thank you for listening to Tasty Tidbits with Dr. Tiffany Watkins. If you're enjoying the show, feel free to subscribe, rate, and share with your friends. To learn more about Dr. Tiffany, check out her blog on goodreads.com or visit her website at www.renewedfaithministriesinc.com Until next time, stay blessed.